Hello, good afternoon and welcome to episode 3 of the Bubba Podcast. I am your host, Bubba George, of course. Before I get into the main topic of this podcast, just a few advertisements. And people don't really like advertisements. Uh, first off, coming to the Burnham Sea Community Centre, which is by the swimming pool in Burnham. M and A Spiritual Center. I will grab up the details for you just now. Maybe I should have had the details on hand. Um, so the M and A Spiritual Center. They'll be opening at the Burnham on Sea Community Center. It will offering. It will offer healing, raffling. There'll be a raffle demonstration of mediumship. And it starts at 7.30, doors open at 7, free tea and coffee. The price will be £4 entry fee and £1 for a raffle, if you choose to partake in the raffle. You can go to the Facebook page, which is M&A Spiritual Centre. Give it a quick like, and we will see you there. The second advertisement is... WAW On Demand it is through an app called I can't pronounce it right it's Vimeo and it costs £6 a month and you get the greatest British wrestling promotion ever if anything and it's made stars like Nick Aldis, who is the NWA World Champion. It's made stars like Paige. It's made uh, guys like Kip Sabian, who is now in All Elite Wrestling. It's run by Ricky Knight, Zack Knight, and the family. Which brings me on to today's main topic of the podcast. Now, you remember in episode two, I went on in great detail about accusations of sexual misconduct in professional wrestling. This is kind of a part two, but it kind of isn't a part two because the backbone, or the woman that I say is the backbone, has been wrongfully accused by people that she's helped out. And I feel that that is wrong. She has been wrongfully accused of all sorts of working stiff, I guess, during training, beating them up during training. I ain't gonna indulge into the accusations because they're not true. And I've said before, it is not, and I will alliterate on, this is not ballet, it's not painting, it's wrestling, it's gonna hurt, you're gonna feel pain, if you're not feeling pain and the people training you ain't training you. Now, there's also an accusation of um, someone saying that she kissed him, apparently, which the story's changed so much that it's unreal. My source of all these are coming from 
her husband, Ricky Knight Sr., who is perhaps one of the greatest wrestling legends. Where do I sit on this? I support the family. I support Ricky and Julia and the boys. I support WAW. I'm paying £6 a month for their on-demand service, which might I add is the best £6 a month I've ever spent. You, you get to witness Fightmare, you get to witness everything. Now, in the ring, Julia is known as Sweet Soraya, but from what I've seen, her persona, if it were, is far from sweet, giving out tea and cakes and stuff. She's very... <laughs> I think she's very um, opposite sweet. She's opposite to sweet sour, I guess. But she's an amazing woman. When she's not in that character, Sweet Soraya, when it's Julia, she's... I met her personally. I met her. Didn't have much of a conversation with her, but I still met her. And she was one of the nicest people that I've ever spoke to. I mean, I'm from Bridgewater. I went to Norwich. Uh, that day, we le- I left Bridgewater at 6 o'clock in the morning. Or around 6. Could have been no later than half 6. And we got to Norwich. Doors opened at 12. We got to Norwich at just around 12 o'clock and the first two people I remember meeting was Ricky and Julia they took my ticket they gave me the t-shirt and sent me on my way you're telling me yeah I know that's work for them but they made me an outsider feel welcome I mean, I was a face that they've never seen before. And I'm a face they've never seen since. Because I haven't been back yet. But in the current world that I live in, it's hard to go to Norwich when you don't drive. and You've got to think of accommodation and stuff. And now I've got a family. I'd love to have gone to fight now last year, but... It just wasn't feasible. But... All these accusations coming out about her are wrong. And there's no evidence to prove them. Yeah, they've gone to the police, apparently. But what's the police going to do? They can't do fuck all until unless the evidence is strong. And I don't, the evidence isn't there. So... Um... I hate the idea that someone innocent is being accused of stuff they didn't do. I mean, how would you feel if you were accused of beating somebody up and you know you didn't? Or, because if you're a wrestler, you know that it's part of your job. You sign up to wrestle, you sign up to beat people up, you sign up to get beaten up. I mean, Jesus Christ. I watched a match last night where together Roy and Zach decided to chop a bra to drop a bowling ball on someone's nuts from the top of a cage. They signed up for that. 
yeah, they probably won't. Uh, Jimmy Ocean probably won a flat cup, but still, they signed up for it. You get into the wrestling business, you need to understand that it's not going to be a bed of roses. It's not what it's not what you see on telly with the WWE. You need to really look at all the smaller promotions out there. ICW, WEW, you need to look at these smaller promotions that are putting their bodies on the line night in and night out. They're doing all sorts of flippity-floppity stuff that makes you think, what the hell do they need to do this for? And they need to do it to get over. They need to do it to draw a crowd. I mean, yeah, it's okay having your loyal fans. And I only, I've only been to one WW show. But I still watch them. I'm still interested in them. They're still probably one of the best promotions I've been to. Outside Bridgewater. Hang on. They're the only promotion I've been to outside of Bridgewater. I've not been to any others. And if I ever got the chance, I'd go back there. I mean, they come down to the Ponton site. that's up the road from me. If I could book a weekend to go see them, I would. It dawned on me when Zach becomes Zach Zodiac for one night that there was a Haven site and me and my brother had a picture with Zach Zodiac and I thought wow so I've met them before just didn't realise and I was talking to some of the people that run the wrestling show at that same site and it then, it then dawned on me that that must have been like Ricky Knight and all them lot, all the legends. But they probably don't remember my face, and that's fine. They entertain the masses on a daily basis. They entertain so many people. They see so many fans. They meet so many fans. They're not gonna remember the faces of all of their fans. It's not going to happen. I mean, maybe they do. I mean, there's another thing. I know I'm saying that Julia's... I know this podcast is about Julia and Soraya. The sweet Soraya. But I think it's more about the family. And the fact is, I'm there. I would support the family through thick and thin. Just like they would support everyone else for thick and thin. They've taken people in. Back to my story. This is my personal experience is I bought a pen and a lighter. I don't smoke, but the lighter was a bottle opener too. It had UK hooligans on it. I thought it was the coolest thing I've ever bought for like a couple of quid. And I bought a pen, a WAW pen, with a light on the end. And I didn't know how to make the light work. Ricky Knight told me how to do it. What a legend. What a total legend. But like I said earlier, Soraya is the backbone. Julia is the backbone of that company. Zach is the heart. Roy is the soul. Ricky Senior is the head. I guess you could say the kids that are coming up are the skin and the bones. But without Julia, that company doesn't survive. She is the backbone. She is the 
driving force, which is the engine. Yeah, that's right, having your steering wheel, your gas tank, your foot pedal, and your doors and everything else in your car. But without the engine, that thing ain't gonna go anywhere. And I feel that Juliet is the engine. And another story that Ricky said, because they've received loads of flowers, she's taken them up onto graves that are neglected. She's taken people in, she's supported all her wrestlers, all her talent, all the people that she's taken in, some from a turn, turned out to be total dickheads and accused of stuff she hasn't done. And that's wrong. That's really wrong. It boils me up that innocent wrestlers are getting accused of stuff they haven't done. I mean, what's next? Well, why do it? Is it just a bit of fame? Oh, yeah, this wrestler touched me up, or this wrestler kissed me, and my mum was laughing, or fucking whatever. This this wrestler done this to me, this wrestler done that to me, and this wrestler done this to me. Is it just to get a bit of fame? I, I want some fame. I could sit here and make stuff up. I could say anything, but I'm not going to because it's wrong. You don't make stuff up. If you got if something's happened to you that you didn't want to happen to you, like sexually, that's rape. That is a degree of rape, sexual assault at least. You go to the police when it happens. You don't wait fucking ten years and then say, "Oh, I'm going to the police because you sexually assaulted me ten years ago." Yeah, well. And it's like, when people pull up, pull up, this happened to, going a bit off topic, this happened to James Gunn a while back. Someone went through his Twitter feed just to find something that he'd done years and years and years ago. And it's happened to wrestlers. Oh, this wrestler's done this. It happened, like, in 2009. It's now 2020. What sad lowlifes want to make stuff up and go back on someone's Twitter feed 10, 20 years, 10 to 11 years, it takes someone that's super sad, super out of it, it's just, I've got nothing better to do, let's make stuff up, let's try to get some money, as far as Vince McMahon have been accused, or Triple H, or some of the upper management of the WWE, or is it because you know that you can't battle them, if it's the talent then they'll get fired, then they'll lose everything, happened to Enzo and he was innocent it was the fans that built a court case for Enzo and Enzo's lawyer just used it because it's probably the cheapest case that they ever done I honestly don't understand what could possess someone to go down that road of let's accuse people of stuff they haven't done yeah, good idea. Do you have coffee meetings or something? And just imagine you all having coffee meetings to say, what can we do now? Uh, let's accuse wrestlers of stuff they haven't done. That's a good idea. The same with celebrities. Michael Jackson, he was dead when people come out. Why not come out when he's alive? What have you got to fear? Oh, I know what you got to fear. If you do it when they're dead, they can't talk back. They can't release a statement. They've just got a fucking... Take the fucking stick. And mud sticks. So if you're out there and you're thinking of having a bit of five minutes fame, don't dare use the speak out movement. This speak out movement was started by a Twitter account that I did get in contact with 
they ignored my contact. That's where it stems from. The Speak Out movement on Twitter. From an account that's clearly faked. And, no, probably no one will listen to this. But, this has like been 16 minutes of me just ranting on about false accusations. Don't make a false accusation. If you've got proof, go to the police. Let the police deal with it. Don't go on social media. It's just the law. If someone's broken the law, I don't see the police putting it up on Facebook. If they've got someone that's broken the law in custody, they're going to interview them and they're going to put them to trial. They're not going to tell people over Twitter, oh, hashtag speak out. You sound like a a bunch of fucking keyboard warriors trying to get a bit of attention. And it's wrong. It's dead wrong. And I just want to make it abundantly clear. I don't believe what Julia is being accused of. I stand by the Knight family. I stand by Julia, Ricky, Roy, Paige, Zach, Ricky Knight Jr., PJ Knight, Sony Smasher, and all the other ones that are coming up. And I also stand with all the uh, WAW talent that have... Um, not accused her of this. If you're WW talent of, because you're a family, Ricky said it best, you're all a family, you travel together, you go to parties together, you have Christmas parties together. I stand by all of you. If we're all standing in the same, if we're all standing behind Julia back in her, I stand by all of you as well. But if you're the scummy little bastards that are making stuff up, about a woman that has been there for everybody. A woman that has been there for everybody. Then as far as I'm concerned, you shouldn't have a place on any WAW show in the future. And I I hope that Time Heals wo- Time Heals Wounds ain't the motto of the WAW roster and management. Because I don't think time's going to heal wounds of being accused of working stiff or beating you up during training. You're going to get battered a a little bit. You're going to get roughed up during training. It's natural. Kind of reminds me of fighting with my family where there was a scene where Paige's character, well, Paige slapped that blonde woman because she kept doing something wrong and it's called a receipt so if you're going to do something wrong expect a bloody receipt it's what she done it's what she had when she was training with her family I'm assuming that's how they do it and yeah if I was to do something wrong and it hurt the person that was training me I'd expect to fucking slap around the face I'd expect to be shouted at I'd, I'd expect it because otherwise you're not going to learn if you're not learning after being taught three times then you need it beaten into you. And they've trained so many people. They're training all sorts of age groups. They have kids classes. Kids classes. 
training kids how to wrestle. That's genius. Because that's investing in your future. You think, you train a bunch of 10 year olds. In 10 years time, they're going to be travelling the country on campsites for you. In 8 years time, they've all left school. Now they're making a little bit of cash. Say if WAW in 8 years time become a big company. And they're running weekly shows on a Saturday. They still need talent to go out to campsites. That's where the younger talent comes through. It's like a feeding process. It's, you've got your talent that are all experienced and seasoned. They're the professionals. But then you've got all the young talent. They're all working their way up. And Julie's the backbone of it. Ricky Knight's the head of it. Zach's the heart. Roy's the soul. The hooligans and Ricky Knight together are the face. It all comes together. And when one of those elements aren't performing to the best of their ability, it sort of drags the whole lot down. And this is what you've all done to Julia. And I think it's wrong. I'd love to have stories to tell about her. But I don't have any stories. I'm hoping that if I share this, then I can probably do a part two where people can send me voice clips saying about all the stories that all the Julia Knight stories, the Soraya, sweet Soraya stories. And rather than having a, in a negative light, we can put on a positive light. Because believe me, She is one of the greatest women in British wrestling. What more can I say? I thank the Knight family for WAW. I think it's the most amazing thing that has ever been put out there. I thank them for everything that they're doing. I wish for them to keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. And this will all just blow over. And you'll be planning Fight Mare 4. Where you can have Ricky Knight and Sweet Soraya taking on. I don't know. Let's just. You can take on another couple. I don't know. Stay strong. Stay strong. The fans are behind you. Fans are supporting you. And hopefully I'll be at Fight Mat 4. Maybe I can interview some of the wrestlers. That'd be a dream. That's a real dream of mine. To interview some wrestlers. Anyway. 23 minutes. Peace out.